The Chicago Blackhawks kick off the regular season with a matchup against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'll go over the Blackhawks' projected lineup, some key storylines to watch throughout the contest, and five bold predictions for the 2023-2024 campaign. All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome on into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, thank you all for making the show your very first listen here to start off your day. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and find me on Twitter at Jack Bushman 2 or you can also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talkin' Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And also, just a reminder, please go and show some support if you haven't done so already. I know over 50% of the viewers right now on YouTube aren't subscribed to Lockdown Blackhawks. Please do me a favor, go and smash that subscribe button, like and comment down below as well. And be sure to go and turn on those push notifications so that way you can get notified when the latest episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. Also, today's episode is sponsored by GameTime. Just download the GameTime app and use the code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps for $20 off to sporting events, concerts, or theater events near you. All right. Good morning, everyone. As always, thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And the day has finally arrived, Blackhawks fans. Connor Bedard is going to be making his highly anticipated NHL debut tonight as the 2023-2024 NHL regular season gets underway when the Chicago Blackhawks take on the Pittsburgh Penguins at PPG Paints Arena. That's a 7 p.m. Central Time puck drop this evening. Connor Bedard going toe-to-toe with Sidney Crosby, his childhood idol. It's been, you know, a storyline that the NHL has kind of drummed up these last few months since the schedule has been announced. And obviously Crosby and Bedard had those interviews that they did together and they showed some cool clips of them talking and whatnot. Now they finally get to meet head-to-head on the ice tonight as the NHL season gets underway. And quite honestly, I'm having a hard time finding the words to describe the emotions that I have for what's going on tonight. I mean, I know we're in year two of the rebuild under Blackhawks general manager Kyle Davidson, but it feels like this is really the start of everything, right? Because in the first year, it was clear cut that the Blackhawks weren't going to be any good. There wasn't going to be too much intrigue around the team, and they were pretty much clear cut tanking to get one of the top picks, wound up working out better than they could have imagined getting the top overall selection. But last year, there just wasn't a whole lot of upside, and we also didn't get to see a lot of the young players that you know you have to kind of acquire and draft correctly in order to go about a proper rebuild. We didn't really get to see any of that last year. We got a little bit at the end of the season, but uh, it was definitely few and far between. And this season just has a completely different feel to it, right? Like, it just feels like this is really... The, the beginning of the new era, ushering in the new wave of young superstars for the Chicago Blackhawks. And 
yeah, it's just a really exciting time to be a Chicago Blackhawks fan. And that's something that I have not said in a long, long time. So buckle up Blackhawks fans. If you're not all in on the ride, if you're a new listener or a new viewer of the show, the Chicago, Chicago sports right now aren't looking all that hot. If there's one team that I can set my hat on and say the future is undoubtedly bright, unbiasedly, not even just saying it because I'm the host of the show, it's the Chicago Blackhawks. So Hop on the journey. Hop on the bandwagon. It is going to be a fun ride. I don't think this Blackhawks team is going to do all that much winning this season, but they are going to be a whole lot more fun than they have been the last few years, and there's a lot of promise. The light at the end of the tunnel is starting to get larger and larger, and I have a feeling that's going to be a a common theme throughout this season as we continue to progress through it all. So yeah, season opener tonight, Blackhawks taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, And not only, obviously, am I excited to see Connor Bedard and what he has to offer against the NHL's best, but also excited to see, you know, Lucas Reichel, Alex Vlasic, Wyatt Kaiser, Kevin Korchinski obviously made the Blackhawks team out of camp. So excited to see how he's going to look and just a lot of new pieces on the Chicago Blackhawks team as opposed to last season. It's going to be a whole lot of fun seeing how everyone meshes and how this team tries to take that next step this season. But first things first, what I wanted to talk about as far as this game tonight against the Penguins, I did want to go over the Blackhawks projected lineup once again here, even though I did break it down on yesterday's episode when they had their final day of training camp down at Fifth Third Arena. Luke Richardson went through line rushes and showed his defensive pairings. Seems likely that that's going to be the lineup that the Blackhawks roll with tonight. But for those of you who may have missed that or didn't tune into yesterday's episode, I did want to be sure to go over what we could see the Blackhawks roster tonight when they take on the Pens in this season opener. The top line, no surprise here. I I expect it fully to be Taylor Hall, Connor Bedard, and Ryan Donato. That's what we saw yesterday at the final day of training camp. It's what we've seen throughout the entirety of the preseason when Ryan Donato has been healthy. And in their last game of action together against the Minnesota Wild, that top line undoubtedly had their best performance of the preseason. So super excited to see how they build off that. Ryan Donato in that game, I thought he had his best game of the preseason as well. So hopefully he can carry that momentum uh, over into tonight's game against the Penguins because he's getting a massive opportunity to open up the year on that top line with Taylor Hall and Connor Bedard. The second line, interestingly enough, with Philip Kurashev on injured reserve and not making the trip with the Blackhawks for their first five games here on the road, Tyler Johnson has received a bump up to the second line. He's on the left wing uh, with Lucas Reichel down the middle. And then I figured Andreas Athanasiu was going to get this spot and maybe they tweaked it because Philip Kurashev is out or maybe they just wanted to go with a different look. But for whatever reason, Luke Richardson elected to bump Taylor Radish up to the second line. So Reichel will be centering a line between Tyler Johnson and Taylor Radish this evening. And for those of you who are consistent listeners and viewers of the show, you know Taylor Radish is a player that I've kind of hung my hat on a little bit and am super high on in comparison to Philip Kershev in particular in terms of long-term offensive upside. So I do like to see Radish getting uh, an opportunity on that second line, albeit an interesting decision to bump Athanasio down to the third line where he'll be skating with Cole Gutman and Boris Kachuk. Looks like he's going to be the one to jump into the Blackhawks lineup with Philip Kurashev out. I referenced on yesterday's episode, Kachuk, um, Entwistle, and Reese Johnson were the forwards that earned the final uh, three spots in that department for the Blackhawks opening night roster. I figured that it would either be Kachuk or Entwistle jumping in with Kurashev out. Seems like Kachuk is going to be the one to do so 
He is um, a little bit more comfortable on the wing, and both he and Entwistle had really strong preseason. So glad to see them make the most of that opportunity. Really interested to see if Kachu can kind of keep it going as the regular season kicks off here tonight. And then the fourth line, unsurprisingly, it's remained the same basically all of training camp in the preseason. The veteran presence of Nick Foligno, Jason Dickinson, and Corey Perry, all three of those guys, even though they are fourth liners, I think they're going to be very key focal points of this Blackhawks team this season. Nick Foligno and Jason Dickinson both figure to be staples of the penalty kill. And then Corey Perry looks like he's going to get a spot on the Blackhawks' top power play unit, at least right out of the gate and kind of the bumper roll and out there in front of the net. So a really good opportunity for him. So it seems as long as that he's here in Chicago. On the defensive side of things, this is where it gets a little bit more interesting in terms of what Luke Richardson can roll with tonight because the defensive pairings that he rolled with yesterday we really hadn't seen all throughout the preseason. Uh, Alex Vlasic was skating on the top pairing with Seth Jones, as opposed to Wyatt Kaiser being on his left side with the top pairing, like we saw for majority of training camp. I do kind of anticipate this to be the lineup tonight uh, with Kevin Korchinski and Connor Murphy as the second pairing. And then to round things out, Jared Tenorti on the third pairing with Wyatt Kaiser playing his off wing. And this is personally how I would have the Blackhawks defensive corps open things up against the Pens tonight, because from what we saw at Nikita Zaitsev, not only, you know, in the preseason, but last year when he joined the Blackhawks and basically for the last two years that he was with the Ottawa Senators, he's just not very good. And I seriously can't believe the contract that he was given. Um, but I just don't think the Blackhawks can trust him, especially if it means he has to be out there playing with, you know, a young defenseman that he's supposed to be kind of anchoring and help guide along there out there on the ice. Uh, he did anything but that in the preseason. So I really feel like Luke Richardson doesn't have any choice but to play Jared Tenorti. And with that being the case, that means he has to move um, Wyatt Kaiser to his off wing. And quite honestly, I'd rather go with that than have Nikita Zaitsev in the lineup. So I figure that's what we're going to be seeing on defense for the Blackhawks tonight. That's what we saw in their final day of practice before traveling to Pittsburgh. I'd be rather shocked if Nikita Zaitsev uh, cracked the lineup tonight because he, he just didn't deserve it with his performance um, in the preseason. He didn't earn that spot out of camp. And I mean, there's a reason why the Ottawa Senators gave the Blackhawks a second and a fourth round pick to take on his contract. It's been pretty clear since he arrived here. So I do expect Nikita Zaitsev to be the seventh defenseman for the Blackhawks tonight. And then Peter Morazic, the starter for Chicago, will be getting the nod in net this evening with the Blackhawks having a back-to-back -to, -back to kick things off against the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Boston Bruins. Not a cakewalk out of the gate for the Blackhawks, might I add. Then they got to go on a road trip up in Canada as well after that. Um, but Morazic will be getting the start this evening. And then that sets up for Arvid Soderbloom to make his first start of the season in that tomorrow night when the Blackhawks take on the Bruins in Boston. All right, folks, coming up in just a moment, I will get into the Penguins projected lineup for the season opener, as well as some storylines to watch in tonight's game in my prediction at the final score. But first, I got to talk to you all about game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And I personally have used Game Time since I was in high school. I've probably used Game Time for close to a decade now. It's always been the cheapest and the easiest way for me to purchase all of my tickets, whether I'm going to a Blackhawks game, a Cubs game, or just any team in any city. I've used it in 
Las Vegas. I've used it in St. Louis. It's convenient everywhere you go. I highly recommend that you go and download the Game Time app right now, create an account, and you can use the code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, you can get $20 to come and see Connor Bedard play at the United Center this season. All you have to do, go and download the Game Time app right now and use the code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps to get $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, Game Time. Back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, I know I'm probably having a lot of first-time viewers and first-time listeners here to the show with the Blackhawks regular season getting underway. This is usually the time when everyone kind of jumps back in. And if that's the case, please make sure to go and show some support. Go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. If you haven't done so already, smash that like button. Comment down below as to your bold prediction for the Chicago Blackhawks this season. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode, make sure to consistently be downloading all of the latest shows and feel free to go and leave me a review on either Apple Podcasts or on Spotify for 100% free. All right, segment two. I also wanted to be sure to get into what we could see the Pittsburgh Penguins roll with tonight when they take on the Chicago Blackhawks. And it's been an interesting little dynamic for the Pittsburgh Penguins over the last couple of years because obviously ever since winning those back-to-back Stanley Cups, they've kind of had an issue getting over the hump. And it feels like a similar situation to what the Blackhawks were in a few years ago, except the Penguins undoubtedly have done a much better job of retooling around their superstars and at least as of yet it really hasn't led to a catastrophic downfall like we saw happen with our Blackhawks of course Um, but it is still it does still feel like a pretty similar team to what we've seen Pittsburgh roll with these last few seasons they made a couple of tweaks most notably adding Eric Carlson on the blue line which undoubtedly could be a game changer for them but it does kind of feel like the same old Pittsburgh Penguins and The Blackhawks have actually fared pretty well against the Penguins in recent years. It seems to be one team, them and the Oilers. It feels like the Blackhawks, it doesn't matter who's on the squad. It always seems to be a game whenever uh, the Blackhawks take on those two teams, but should be a good matchup. Obviously, the Penguins do still have some high-profile players on offense. Looks like their top six is really going to be the heavy lifters for them this season, at least if I had to guess on the offensive side of things. For the top line for Pittsburgh tonight, it looks like we're going to be going up against Jake Gensel, Sidney Crosby, and Ricard Raquel. Gensel has been dealing with an injury, and it hasn't been officially announced that he's going to play tonight, but all signs seem to be pointing in that direction. And he and Crosby, of course, have established tremendous chemistry together over the last five, six, seven years that they've played together. It seems like ever since Gensel's been in the NHL, he's been the left winger on that top line of Sidney Crosby. So Blackhawks defensemen always got to be uh, on their toes whenever those two are on the ice together because, you know, they always seem to be setting themselves up for pretty goals. Jake Gensel's kind of the finisher on that top line, and he's one of the best in the league at doing that when he's right and healthy. So Blackhawks defense got to be aware whenever those three are on the ice, as well as the second line. The Penguins went out and got Riley Smith here in the offseason, Stanley Cup winner with the Vegas Golden Knights, obviously a part of that core there for a while. He's jumping on the Penguins' second line, along with Evgeny Malkin and Brian Russ, two guys that have also been a staple of the Penguins' offense for quite a long time. We've seen Brian Rust on the top line for the Pens from time to time, but someone they really need to kind of pick up his play if they want to take that next step. Another good opportunity for him on that second line. And then their bottom six is kind of an interesting mix and match 
of, uh, I guess, a couple of youngsters and a couple of real veteran presence. Uh, they have a third line of Harkins, Lars Eller, and Drew O'Connor, not Logan O'Connor. Um, so Harkins and O'Connor are kind of the speed and the youngsters on that line with Lars Eller being the veteran presence. I feel like Lars Eller has been absolutely everywhere. That guy's bounced around a ton of places in his career. And then the fourth line looks like it's going to be Matt Nieto, Noel Achari, and Jeff Carter, a huge veteran presence out of that forward group. On defense, the top four for Pittsburgh looks pretty solid. They got Ryan Graves, the gravy train, on the top pairing with Chris Letang, who seems to be an ageless wonder and uh, is only getting better and better and still continues to play meaningful minutes for the Pens. Uh, Then they have, uh, why am I forgetting Pedersen's name? It's absolutely going to kill me. And I'm going to have to look it up. But Pedersen is playing on the second defensive pairing with Eric Carlson, I got to go to the Penguins cap friendly right now because it's going to drive me absolutely bonkers. Uh, But then the third pairing is Pierre-Olivier Joseph along with Chad Ruedel. So the Latang carlson Ruedel right side for the Penguins. Pretty solid right hand of the decor along with Ryan Graves on the left side. Why am I forgetting Patterson's first name? Marcus Patterson. Doy Jack, absolute brain fart. Uh, And then Tristan Jari figures to be the one in net for the Penguins to open up the season. He and Alex Nedeljkovic are the one-two punch for the Penguins. So I don't know how to feel about this Penguins team as far as like a a preview for their season. I feel like they do obviously still have the upside there and they know how to get it done. It's a veteran group that, you know, especially Latang, Crosby, um, and Malkin, you can throw Jake Gensel in there. He's been around for a while. Same with Brian Rust. Um, It's a team that I I think can still figure it out and piece it together, but I, I just don't don't know if they're going to have that upside necessary to go for a long playoff run, but should be interesting to see how they fare against this young Blackhawks squad in this season opener. Uh, as far as some storylines to watch for the Chicago Blackhawks, I do want to talk about this as well. Obviously, though, all eyes are going to be on Connor Bedard in his NHL debut. The only goal that he scored in the preseason came via an empty net, although his playmaking was on full display and a lot of good flashes, but still felt like he was forcing it a bit in the preseason, not necessarily letting the game come to him and maybe just being a little bit too overly aggressive and just trying to do a little bit too much out there on the ice. I hope he tries to, or at least I hope the coaching staff kind of gave him a message of trying to simplify it out there. Uh, Obviously the emotions are going to be high. This is a day that he's dreamt about for, for quite a while and it's going to be an unreal experience, but don't try to do too much. I honestly think um, the, the old KISS um, mantra or acronym, keep it simple, stupid. I, I think that would go a long way for Connor Bedard because it feels like he's just been trying a little bit too hard out there on the ice when we all know he has the skill set. And if he just like kind of lets it naturally happen, good things are going to come. So that's all part of the development process, though. But I know everyone is going to be curious to see how he fares against, you know, NHL talent, NHL grown men. Um, the NHL speed. And also I'm curious to see how he fares with uh, Taylor Hall and Ryan Donato on that top line and see if they can build upon their strong performance that they had last week against the Minnesota wild. I also think a lot of people should and will be watching Lucas Reichel, see if he's ready to take that next leap. We've kind of heard and seen some really exciting things about Reichel all through, all throughout training camp. And quite honestly, while Connor Bedard was the one who had the points and had the lion's share of the attention, Lucas Reichel was one of the top three most impressive Blackhawks in preseason action. And there were also times in training camp and just some flashes that showed that he has legitimate upside. And this was part of the conversation I had with Mike Fulta recently 
play-by-play announcer for the Rockford Ice Hogs. Make sure to go and check out that episode if you haven't done so already for an outlook on the Ice Hogs this season. Um, but it, it feels like Reichel, it's not that far-fetched to think Lucas Reichel could be the best player on the Blackhawks this season. No doubt Connor Bedard has the higher upside. No way fans are butts about it, but Lucas Reichel, I think having that experience of already going through the growing pains a little bit of the NHL, he's only played uh, 34 games in his career, I believe, but he's already gone, gone through those struggles a little bit. And now it seems like something's finally clicked and he's kind of figured it out and established that confidence. I do think that could put him a little bit ahead of Connor Bedard for this season, at least. So I, I don't think it's too crazy to think uh, Lucas Reichel could press Connor Bedard for the best player on the Blackhawks this season. Obviously, we're going to be taking a look at Kevin Korchinski as well. Seventh overall pick from a year ago makes the team out of camp. That was to be expected, though, because we knew the Blackhawks want to burn the first year of his entry level contract. So he's going to get eight to nine games. And that's really going to tell us whether or not he's ready to be in the NHL or if the Blackhawks are going to be sending him back to Seattle. He's been paired with Connor Murphy for basically all of training camp good veteran partner for him to lean on and can kind of go and use his skills to his advantage out there with having a steady defensive partner out there. So super stoked to see Kevin Korchinski make his NHL debut tonight as well. Uh, Alex Vlasic, another young defenseman, probably didn't have out of all the Blackhawks young defensemen, Alex Vlasic probably had the most underwhelming preseason. I thought he did have some struggles out there, but still getting a top line opportunity right out of the gate. So it seems along with Seth Jones, because the Blackhawks have to play Wyatt Kaiser on his off wing, thanks to Nikita Zaitsev's struggles. But uh, we got it. Vlasic's got to make the most of this opportunity, man, or else uh, Luke Richardson's going to be put in a little bit of a tough spot. Might have to move Jared Tenorti or Kevin Korchinski up in the lineup or might have to try and put Vlasic or someone else on their off wing. But um, Vlasic is the one who I, I've personally been the highest on um, over these last couple of years, which is not, not in comparison to Korchinski, but I've thought Alex Vlasic is going to be a very solid defensive defenseman for a long time, has kind of had some issues in the preseason. So hopefully he can put that to the side now that the games are going to count, but really curious to see how he plays on that top pairing tonight. And then how was Wyatt Kaiser going to look on his off wing as well? I just referenced, I expect him to be on the right side with Nikita Zaitsev out of the lineup tonight when the Blackhawks hit the ice for warmups. He showed some really swift plays and some comfortability on the right side and made a lot of good plays on his backhand in the preseason. But obviously things are different now with the games actually counting and the speed's going to be a little bit different. There's going to be more pressure out there. Going to be interesting to see how Wyatt Kaiser holds up on his offside. As far as uh, another segment I kind of want to do, not really a segment, but something fun that I wanted to do on the show before every Blackhawks game. I do want to go over some of the bets that I will be taking here this evening. And I kind of have an image in my head of a segment that I want to do on this show that involves betting throughout the course of the season, still kind of figuring out all the details on that. But as far as things that looked intriguing to me, just going and glancing at the betting board, uh, I thought Taylor Hall over 0.5 points at minus 110 seems pretty interesting. Um, again, playing with Connor Bedard, you know he's going to get a lot of opportunities. He also plays on the Blackhawks' top power play unit. I thought that was a pretty fair line at minus 110. Uh, Connor Bedard, four-plus shots on goal, plus 150. Look, he's been really aggressive all throughout the preseason, and I know I just kind of said for him to keep it keep it simple, but I do believe he's going to be wanting to shoot the puck every time he has it on the off, in the offensive zone. And one of the best parts about Connor Bedard's game is how he's able to create scoring looks for himself. He just has this knack 
for finding space and finding separation or creating it himself through his skating or his stick handling. But I expect him to be firing the biscuit tonight. Go out there and rip it, Connor. I think he's going to have at least four shots on goal. And then I also thought Lucas Reichel, anytime goal scorer, plus 300, looked pretty good as well. And we've seen his goal scoring kind of take a leap, not only in the preseason, but during his final stint last year as well. I think plus 300 for uh, Lucas Reichel is a pretty good line as well. So those were kind of the three bets that I've been looking at. Go and comment down below if there's a bet that you're taking or whatever you're riding. I want to hear what all you fans out there have money on this evening as well for the season opener. As far as a final score prediction goes, uh, a little bit of a toughie here. Um, season openers on the road have been a struggle for the Blackhawks these last couple of seasons. Now, to be fair, they did open back-to-back years in a row on the road against the Colorado Avalanche, an absolute wagon. Things didn't go well for our Blackhawks in those two games. I I do think it's a little bit much to ask this team to go into uh, Pittsburgh and come out with a win on the road. I still think this Blackhawks team is probably a bottom 10 team in the NHL this year. I I do think You know, I've talked about this a lot with Luke Richardson. I think they're going to show some fight. They're going to show some heart. That's what, you know, his teams have shown in his year so far as head coach. So I do think the Blackhawks aren't going to get blown out. I do think they're going to fight to the end and keep it interesting. But ultimately, I'm going to go with a 5-3 Penguins win here uh, in the season opener this evening. Coming up in just a minute, Blackhawks fans, don't go anywhere because I still have to get into five bold predictions that I've made for the 2023-2024 campaign. But first, I need to talk to you all about FanDuel. Football season is underway and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every single time that they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get a bunch of bonus bets with every single regular season victory. And you can use these bonus bets to bet on everything from the money line to the point spread, over-unders, and even player props. And I personally, finally, Justin Fields, rushing yards, hit again last week. We're back, baby, after three straight losing weeks, which was pretty tough to swallow. It hit for the majority of last season, though. So, you know, I can kind of uh, I can kind of live through live through this swing here, but Justin Fields is back. I've been betting Justin Fields over rushing yards basically for the last year now, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And my favorite part about FanDuel is that when you win your bet, they pay you out instantly. There's no better place to bet on the NFL than FanDuel. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Segment three, before the NHL regular season gets underway and before I let you all go and enjoy the rest of your days, I did want to leave you all with five bold predictions that I have made for the Chicago Blackhawks during the 2023-2024 campaign. And this is something I've done for the last couple of seasons now, and I do think it's uh, always fun to kind of go back throughout the course of the season and look back at these, mostly see how wrong I was about everything. But it's always fun to kind of take a shot in the dark and a little stab at things and predict a little bit of upside for this Blackhawks team. Haven't done it a ton in the last few years, but a lot of upside, I do believe, for this Blackhawks team this season. And a lot of reasons, even though it probably won't result in wins in the standings, a lot of reasons to be watching this team throughout the course of the season. My first bold prediction, though, The Blackhawks are going to have a top 10 power play unit in the NHL. And I know they struggled to get the finished product in the preseason, 
but the puck movement was spectacular from both units. Honestly, it wasn't only just a one unit thing for the Blackhawks. I thought both power play units looked really sharp. They also had a good shoot first mentality. And just quite honestly, I think the top power play unit is too talented to, to struggle like we've seen them do the last few years. Connor Bedard on that right side or kind of roaming around wherever. So it seems thus far teams and opposing penalty kills are going to have to respect that shot of his. I a hundred percent undoubtedly believe he's coming into the NHL and has a top five shot already. And if PKs don't respect that shot, they're going to learn the hard way. And when they do start to respect that shot, that's going to open up lanes for everyone else. And that's already what we've seen in the preseason. I've been super thrilled with Seth Jones's aggression from the point on the power play. Just seems like he's wanting to shoot the puck more. And that's why I think Seth Jones is going to finish with double digit goals this season. That's what I said when I went over his season preview, because I just think he's going to get such a good opportunity on this power play and throw in Taylor Hall, who's another guy who's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Corey Perry's looked really good in front of the net and is a veteran guy that knows how to get it done in those areas. And then we still have Lucas Reichel, Andreas Athanasiu, uh, Taylor Radish could be a net front presence as well. There's a lot of talent on this Blackhawks man advantage. First bold prediction, Blackhawks power play finishes top 10 in the NHL this season. Next, I believe Connor Bedard is going to top 40 goals. And I know in my season preview of his, and by the way, if you want to go and check out any of my season previews before things get underway this evening, you can easily find them on the YouTube channel and make sure to smash that subscribe button while you're there. I know in my season preview, spoiler alert, I had Connor Bedard coming out with 37 goals and 84 points in an 82 game pace, but I I think he can score 40 this year. And I, I was thinking about betting him. There, there was a, a time three weeks ago where I was really thinking about betting him 101, 100 to one to win the Rocket Richard trophy. Now I know that it's probably going to go to Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews, but out of all the awards out there, aside from rookie of the year where he's minus like 250 or something at this point in time. That was the one award I thought Bedard actually had a slight chance to win and 101 odds. That that's like good enough for me to take. I don't think he's going to do it, but I do think that's the area where he's going to have the most seamless transition this season. So, my second bold prediction, Connor Bedard tops 40 goals in his rookie campaign with the Blackhawks this season. Next bold prediction, Taylor Hall picks up the third most points of his NHL career and the most since he won the MVP with the New Jersey Devils six years ago. And again, I just think Taylor Hall is going to get such a good opportunity. He's starting with Connor Bedard out of the gate. And if those two establish chemistry early, there's probably no reason for Taylor Hall to not be playing with him all year long because aside from Lucas Reichel, who's playing down the middle, there's no one else that theoretically should be able to keep up with Connor Bedard skill-wise at the very least. So you can pencil Taylor Hall into at least a top six position all year long, probably top line, and you figure he's going to be on the top power play too. He's just going to get such a good opportunity here in Chicago that he hasn't gotten a while. In his season preview, I had him penciled in at 67 points, 24 goals, and 43 assists. That would give him the third most points of his NHL career. Next bold prediction, Kevin Korchinski winds up sticking around at the NHL level, and Wyatt Kaiser finishes second on the team in time on ice. I think Korchinski, and look, you know I've probably, if you've watched the show and listened to the show consistently, you know that I've kind of been on the side of Kevin Korchinski going back to junior. I just don't think it would be the worst case in the world. But at that same point in time, I've also talked about how his skill set is undeniable and what he can do 
can help the Blackhawks right here, right now. And I think ultimately he's just going to give the coaching staff no choice. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to junior, but I do. My bold prediction is that he's going to wind up sticking around. And then for Wyatt Kaiser, I think he's going to be the best defender for the Blackhawks this season. That's, that's my bold take on Wyatt Kaiser. He has looked spectacular. And in comparison to his last nine games, sure, he was just probably trying to figure it out and just trying to stay afloat out there. But man, the, the turnaround that he's had, he must have had an excellent summer because his skating is on point. The way that he's able to use his edges and turn and stop in a heartbeat seems like he's able to thwart away opposing four checkers with ease and is always able to get out of harm's way. He's just been making all the right plays and defensively, too. He's only like six foot, a buck 85. He's holding his own along the boards and in the dirty areas. Just seems like we're on the verge of a really special season for Wyatt Kaiser, and he could kind of be the defenseman that, you know, everyone was high on Wyatt Kaiser, but maybe not necessarily this high. He looks absolutely great. Super excited for his debut. I think he'll be second on the Blackhawks in time on ice this season. And then my last bold prediction, Lucas Reichel tallies 65 points. Like I said earlier, I don't think it's that far-fetched. I think Lucas Reichel could be the best player on the Blackhawks this season. He really has shown flashes and shown signs that he's ready to take that leap. I wouldn't even think it's crazy if Lucas Reichel winds up being the leading point getter for the Blackhawks this season. I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't. it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world to me because of how good he's looked and also the opportunities that he's going to get this season as well. So I think Lucas Reichel, my bold prediction, 65-point guy for the Blackhawks this year. I know that kind of sounds crazy considering he's only played 34 games, but man, this kid has all the tools in the bag to be a real special player. The speed, the IQ, the playmaking, and a growing confidence to shoot it with the puck on his stick. Super stoked about Lucas Reichel in his first full campaign with the Blackhawks this year. All right, folks, that is going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, thank you all again for tuning into the show and make sure to go and subscribe to Locked On Blackhawks on YouTube right now and to go and follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. And that way you can get the latest episode as soon as it becomes available each and every day. As always, I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Go and check me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can go and follow my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks. Would love to start off the season with a 1-0 record. Super stoked for Connor Bedard's debut. Everyone, enjoy the night. Lay back, and I hope everyone has a good one.